many of us have the practice of examining our conscience at the end of a day. We sort of just review the day. Basically, we're looking for two things. How did we please God? And how did we please others? Or if we want to be pessimistic, how did we offend God? And how did we treat others poorly? But we, we examine that conscience uh, often, and sometimes we don't. But the sacred scriptures are very clever. They like to remind us every so often that we do need to take an evaluation of ourselves. Tonight, this is one of those parables. It's a parable of, of, and we can see it in two ways. The parable which first tells us that God is doing what God does well. He's prepared everything properly for us. He's showing mercy. He's forgiving. He's bringing us back to him time and time again. The other thing this parable does for us is sort of allows us to self-admonish. Where am I treating people unfairly? Where am I not being just and fair or right to others? All these readings today actually prepare us for that examination of conscience. If we look at all the readings, first we, we find a generous God. You know, in, in Isaiah, he says, let's sing about this vineyard. What kind of vineyard is it? It's fertile. It's ready to produce fruit. It's spade. It's clear of stones. It's producing the choicest wines. It's got a great wine press, and it's yielding a lot of good things. We hear it echoed again in the gospel. It shows to us that God is generous. God is always generous. God not only equips his, his, his vineyard with every good thing, but he, he's very generous to us. He's equipped us with so much, every good thing. At the end of the third Eucharistic prayer, we say, through whom all good things come. Through whom all good things come. God can't create for us what is, what is not good for us what is wrong, what takes us away from him, what, um, what takes us away from the goodness that he's planned for us in the heavenly kingdom. But God equips us. He, he, he puts the right things in the right places for our use. And in fact, we, go, we can go, go into, uh, uh, you know, he gives us, even though sometimes these things fail, though we doubt these things sometimes, he's equipped us all the things we need to live in his presence. He's given us life, and maybe that life's not always so good, but it's life. He's given us health, good or bad, parents and children and spouses and friends, good or bad. He's given us people who care about us. He's given us intelligence. He's given us gifts, treasures, and talents. And he's given us every opportunity to grow and to pursue ourselves as people and as Christians. So the parable teaches us that, that God is very generous. I think the parable also teaches us that God is very trusting of us. You know, the, the parable says this, this fellow that owned the vineyard went away for a little while and he entrusted his, his uh, staff to make, make sure everything was done well. We can all the way back into the book of Genesis where God creates and he says, I'm going to, to Adam, I'm going to give you all these things and you can have dominion over them. Every creature, they're all yours. I entrust you to care for, for my creation. 
And he knows, God knows that he trusts us enough that when we learn his commands, when we follow his ways, that we're going to love him with our whole heart, soul, and mind, and we're going to love our neighbor as ourselves. He also knows he trusts us so that when he, we feel that he's not looking or he's kind of gone away, that he should draw us closer to him. And he should bring us closer to him. We're reminded by sacred scripture a lot of, of that closeness. Where can I run from your love? If I go to the highest mountains, you'll find me. If I hide behind the biggest rock, you'll find me. Tonight I'm going to use the first Eucharistic prayer for reconciliation. And in that preface, God says, the preface says that God spurs us on constantly to possess a more abundant life. That God, in his, in his trust and worthiness of us, wants us to have the, the fullness of everything that he has to give to us. Scripture also reminds us that if we don't do well with that, we stand before God to give an account of what we've done in the body, good or evil. We hear it in the parable of the, the ten talents, where they, the ten coins. We hear it tonight as, as they try to take over that, that vineyard. A third thing I think we learn about God from these parable, this parable and from these readings tonight is that God is always patient. And God is just. You know, we're not always so patient. But God is patient with us. He gives us chance after chance to get it right chance after chance to produce good fruit, chance after chance to respond positively to his call. And when, he sin, when we sin, he sends us a message of love. He, sends us, he seeks to reconcile us with one another and to himself. Again, I'll refer to the preface that you'll hear in a few moments. It says that he constantly offers us pardon he never turns away from us. He binds himself to us so tightly that it, it can, a bond so tightly that it can never be broken. It can never be undone by him or by us. God seeks to reconcile us. And so we join the psalmist tonight. We join the psalmist who says, who, who says to us in our prayer, look at us with favor. See the good we've done. Believe what we, that we love you. Know that we, we trust your plan for us. And as the psalmist says, once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heaven and see. Take care of this vine and protect what your right hand has planted. Take care of us. Take care of what you start planted in us and bring it to completion.